Mary Maria Sprout. 15 seconds to curtains, you three. Oh. Oh. No one's here. Well, I guess I'll just be going then. Hi, welcome to Muppet Fans Talking. I'm Maria. And I'm Sprout. This is our first podcast where Mary's not here. But it's weird. It's very strange. We have been talking. Maybe you'll just hear the entirety of the beginning of this. I might just splice it after the intro because there was a lot Who of knows? weird stuff in there. Yeah, we did talk about a lot of weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, I, w- I am just reading off screenshots from a, a personal conversation between Sprout and myself, which is just full of Muppet things. Transition, oh. transition, transition. This is going to be a chaos episode. We're just going to... There's probably going to be, like, maybe a minute or two of just silence that you are going to have to cut out eventually because both of us, we're just going to have to stop to think about what to say because that's, that's just fine. how that's just how our brains... Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just going like... It might be the autism. Disclaimer, both Maria and Sprout of Muppet Fans Talking are autistic and are not making fun of the community. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a shirt. You, me. It might be the autism. <laughs> God, reading that made me laugh. I, I am so glad. Like, going back through our messages to find all those headcanons was so uh-huh. fucking funny. I have, I screen, whenever it happened, I screenshotted a few that, that made me laugh. Let me find them. There's one that I have screenshotted on my phone. I have your response to my sushi screenshotted on my phone because I laughed. What is that? <laughs> Let me see. Um, I also found some of my bad cooking while trying to find the good. Oh, God, no. And then <laughs> I sent the picture and you said, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I laughed so hard, <laughs> I almost choked on my cereal I was eating. Oh, I'm sorry. Mine <laughs> that is, was so funny. This is when I was getting indignant. I was like, the Lego set is wrong because above Hoopers <laughs> is Cookie in 2A, Bob and Linda in 2B, Gina in 2C, and Harry in 2D. It's also implied that Grover and Rosita live in the apartments above the laundromat where the Fix-It store was. But I know, haha, I think they just did it so there could be some sort of nod to the count since he doesn't have a minifigure and then i put i don't know where the two-headed monster live i assume they sleep in their newsstand next to the subway (laughs) why make his home if he has no figure does cookie have a figure that's where his apartment should be and then you put cookie does have a figure then why not make it his canon apartment (laughs) well here's the thing so it could be his apartment Uh uh-huh that being said there is a two-by-two two circle plate with the Count's face on it that hangs on the wall. So maybe he just really loves the Count. Look, it could be like how Bert and Ernie have a bunch of the pictures of everyone on their wall. And it also came with a bat that goes on the roof above that room. Maybe the bat lives there, but the Count doesn't. <laughs> maybe the bat is the Count. <laughs> He can transform <laughs> like vampires do. My favorite thing about that set for like that room, there's so many tiny details that are so good in the set. But um, the TV in the cookie slash count room has Guy Smiley on it, which oh, makes me yeah. so happy. That's also, great. in Bert and Ernie's house, which is not in the basement, it is on the it's top not, floor. Yeah, which is um, dumb. 
their clock looks mm-hmm. like the the number 12 pinball where it has the one, circle. two, three. Yeah. yeah the, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Iconic. I'm looking at um, it. It's on my shelf. Oh, nice. I wish I had it. So much so, money. I, it, I didn't have the money when I bought it, but I bought it. Um, but me wildly swinging between intense introspection about the minutia of being a grouch and whatever the fuck this is. <laughs> and then I put, no, I really want Matt Vogel to play Lord Farquaad. He'd kill it and here comes Duloc. And then I put, you're encouraging the madness. <laughs> and then I put, I have to, uh, when I agree with the madness. <laughs> Oh, I should oh probably intro this since we've been talking. Hi, Craig. Um, <laughs> Hi, Craig. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Transition. Transition. One of my favorites is from me saying, I'm so sad that the Muppets and Sesame Street Muppets can't interact anymore because Deadly would be the best guy when it comes to pushing Bert's buttons. The closest we have to uh, is Scooter to Deadly. And then in all caps, I put, oh my god, big brain Maria moment. Uncle Deadly is to the count as Bert is to Scooter. And you're right. <laughs> I'm not wrong. You're right. And, and then Peter Linz, you know, plays both Walter and Ernie. So it tracks. Big brain. I got a big brain, guys. This is true. Yeah. Okay. We, we should do top of the episode notes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for so long and we have not been actually recording. Hold on, oh, let we've me... been recording this whole time. No, I, I meant like officially recording. Hello. Podcast persona time. <laughs> Podcast. This is just my normal voice. I don't know. It's whenever I laugh, it just stays mm-hmm. in this really high register that I hate. I just constantly um, sound like I'm five. <laughs> That's just my normal at this point. You're just Big Bird forever. La la la. La la la. Um, what's, what's the quote from, from Big Bird in Japan? Do you have any money? Of <laughs> course not. You're a dog. <laughs> You're a dog. I oh, I, oh, I bumped the mic because I laughed <laughs> so hard. Mm. <laughs> okay, I'm sure it didn't hurt the mic. No. I'm sorry, we're just a mess. I can't we're help. Me- it. Mary's not here, and the autism rates are off the fucking charts. <laughs> Mary's the one that kept us all like all in in line, and now yeah. that's not here anymore. So. Yeah, she's gone, and this episode is just pure chaos. This episode's gonna show why we need her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while she's gone, these episode, these following episodes are gonna be like, wow, they need Mary. <laughs> I listen. I'm so tired. I've been I've been in the process of moving for over a month, mm-hmm. and we we just started unpacking our new house yesterday. And I'm so tired. As would okay. I be? <clears throat> okay, uh, let's get into the notes. Haha. We we gotta have some structure here. I'm gonna force some structure onto us. <laughs> this is the only bit of structure other than our struggles, which might just be yes. this podcast for the week. Yeah. My struggle is this podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Tartaglia did his one-man show at um, Feinstein's 54 Below uh, sometime last week. The days are pushing together, guys. I don't know what day it is today. It's uh, a Thursday. It's a thir- Yeah, we usually record on Friday, but I got to do packing and moving stuff tomorrow. So we're, we're recording on a Thursday. 
he he performed his one man show, and apparently mm-hmm. he he ran around and danced to Celine Dion music at one point, uh, which he was very happy about. Um, he sang a few songs from Fraggle Rock, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, and I do know for a fact he sang uh, "Follow Me," which is nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Disney Dan was in the audience, which to the people who That's don't exciting. To the people who don't know, Disney Dan is also a puppeteer, and he worked uh, with John in John's show Imagine Ocean. Yeah, that's. I'm full of puppet facts. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, and apparently it was a great show, and I hope there's more videos online that I can watch because John Tartaglia is so talented. I want them. Send them all to Muppet. Send them to me. Yeah, send them to our Twitter. Um, Please. Uh, Eric Jacobson is working his butt off at Disneyland. This is true. They really said, all right, Jacob Jacobson. (laughs) Come on. Jacob Jacobson. Jacob Jake. No more Eric (laughs) Jacobson. Eric Jacobson has disappeared from my subconscious. It's only Jacob Jacobson from now on. Jacob Jacobson, you live in we Disneyland now. <laughs> Jacob Jacobson, we know you're not listening. And you live <laughs> at Disneyland. So, okay, to the people who don't know, um, Disney has been using a bunch of Eric's characters. We've had Sam, we've had Animal, we've had Fozzie, and they've all been promoting different stuff at Disney. It's mostly been merchandise and sweepstakes and all that. Of course. Cool. Yeah, all that, you know. I did. I did love the one with Animal. Solely mm-hmm. because it was just a video of him destroying Disney merch. <laughs> yeah. Um, the first one we had was with Sam, which I think was exclusively on TikTok. I, which... I think they posted it later on Twitter. Okay. Uh, but it was Sam in front of the uh, Hall of American Presidents talking about, um, I don't know, Disneyland and, and patriotism and whatever. It's whatever Sam does. I don't know. Yeah, something about fireworks. It was for the Fourth of July. It was. I'm yeah. so tired, guys. <laughs> it was. A I while don't remember. Ago, yeah. Um. But yeah. Sorry that we took last week off. We were in such a scramble. Things happened. It's okay. So many things happened. Um, life and then animal finds a way. Yeah. Life. Um. Finds a way. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um. <laughs> and then animal was just destroying. Christmas merchandise in one of their Disney stores. I love it. And Ozzy was with some celebrity. I don't I don't keep up with human celebrities. Who cares about them? Who needs them? Human celebrities, who needs them? I, I, I don't know. They're just like us. They are, except they, they get paid more money to be They aren't just like Hello. us. <laughs> They're not <laughs> us at all. Uh but he was with some celebrity and they were talking about some Disney sweepstakes thing. I I don't Who cares? Some of the magic, uh, funny jokes haha. enter our sweepstakes. Please give us money. We want money. That's Disney. So who knows what uh, more Eric J- no, Jacob Jacobson, sorry, Jacob uh, Jacobson. videos we'll see. Probably, you know, Peggy or, or what have you. Mm. That, that, pro- that probably means that they're recording the Muppets Haunted Mansion thing right now. Oh, I didn't Maybe. Even think about that. Well, I don't know if I don't know if they're doing it both in Disneyland and Disney World or just Disneyland, but who knows? Plot twist. They just re- reuse the old Haunted Mansion movie set. 
<laughs> Eddie Murphy is still there. He is trapped. Eddie Murphy is the token human, and he's being CGI'd in because he couldn't make it. Eddie Murphy is the ghost host this time. He's taken <laughs> over the spot of the ghost host because he's lived there that long and he has died. I want Uncle Deadly to be the ghost host, in all honesty. Yes, please. I wonder if this means in Disneyland after, if, if the Muppets Haunted Mansion does well, if they're going to do a Muppet overlay like how they do Nightmare and Christmas overlay. Nightmare before Christmas. When they when they first announced the special, I I said I would rather it be an overlay in Orlando since they already have one in California. Mm-hmm. But they don't do overlays in Florida yeah, because there's they, too many people. Yeah, well, the reason they don't do overlays in Florida is because most like tour like people that come over to America they usually pick world. Disney World instead of Disneyland. So that's why they don't do. Yeah, it's got to have its gimmicks. They can't, you know, do overlays all the time because it's like, I came here for Haunted Mansion. I came here for Pirates of the Caribbean. What is this, you know? It's all uh, about the uh, the time they... It was when they first added Stitch's Great Escape where Alien Encounter was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know where I'm going with this? Yes, go for it. The, the, the first day it opened, they didn't say anything about it, but they TP'd the whole castle and people were pissed. I remember that. I was oh, so little, and I day. remember that. It was a dark, dark day. day. I was in. I remember because it was on grade. the news. I, I, yeah. Um, and because they didn't, because there were some news sites that didn't know that it was an actual, like, Stitch thing. And they were like, someone broke in. It's like, no, it's just, they oh, did no. this. They, they just, just did this. Stupid. Yeah, they were just dumb and had a bad idea. Emmett Otter's Japan Christmas, the stage adaptation that we saw back in 2009 in Connecticut, is coming to Broadway at the end of this year and beginning of next year. I'm excited and scared solely because I saw the costumes for the original production and Uh it looked like they were trying to recreate Country Bear Jamboree. (laughs) And if that still is the case, I will run solely because <laughs> those first costumes legitimately scared me. Um it's a mixture of human and puppet and the puppets are created by the Jim Henson company. Okay, and... but is it going to be like is it going to be like a mixture of human and puppetry say like in SpongeBob the musical where there's scenes in the beginning where Plankton's just holding a plushie? <laughs> or is it going to be like a puppet. I, no, it's okay. it's gonna no, it's it's an actual puppet. It is a puppet. Okay, I think okay, it's, let me, there's like hand puppet and marionette puppet. Let me rephrase. Is it going to be throughout the show or is it just gonna be in the beginning, like Plankton? If I remember the original Connecticut version, it was throughout the show. That's good. I could be wrong because they do change it from con- from the original to previews, and then previews to Broadway has tons of changes. I mean, there yeah. are there's the original like preview pr- production of Avenue Q to Broadway, there is a stack of 200 and I think it's 37 pages that is unused from previews to Broadway. So, who knows? We know nothing about it except it's coming to Broadway. Who's in it? We don't know. Is there puppeteers? We don't know. I hope so if it has puppets. Me too. At least teach them something. Maybe that's what the um, puppetry workshop was for. Be like, hey, hey, we need to teach you. <laughs> Come here. I'm, I'm talking right in your ear. Come here. 
Grover, he did an international video. Um, I can't think of the word. Sprout, talk about it while my brain um, resets. He he did a video with the Secretary of State discussing refugees. Yes. And it was cute. Um, do, do you remember the characters' names? There was... Oh, there was Grover. <laughs> <laughs> Just look it up on Twitter while I'm doing this. <laughs> um, Adlib, do something fun. Um, I typed in Sesame St, and the very first thing that comes up is Matt Vogel. Good for him. Good um, for him. We love that for him. Get back home. Um, Nora and Aziz. Okay, there we go. And they're adorable. also good for them. They are. They're so. I love how they're built. They're so yes. cute. And they were from. If I'm remembering correctly, because it doesn't state, I believe it said Bangladesh in the yes. special. I think so, yeah. I did just put Henson Struggles Mary, and I forgot what that means. Oh, th that's for the um, Henson Struggles oh, yeah. currently doing a, uh, a poll on who is the most struggle worthy in Muppets Twitter. And both of us voted for Mary because we have to vote for our co-host. We love yes. you, Mary. We wish we you do. were here. We miss you. We miss you. We wish you all the best. We hope you're listening. It'd be hilarious if she did not listen to these episodes like, that yeah, we do without her. It's fine. Whatever. It's, who cares about them? <laughs> I, um, um, I thought of one piece of news while you yeah. were talking. Yeah. So... I know we've brought them up before. There is the Fraggle Rock news account that is followed by John. Yeah. They posted, so earlier they had posted that Jinx, which is a company that makes plushies, was making a line of Fraggles that was supposed Ooh. to come out this month. But they just announced that it's being pushed to March of next year. Which Ooh, makes next me, year. Which makes me worry about when the series is going to drop. I don't know. Well, they, we've had merchandise drop way later than, like, series drops before. That's true, but so if it, they already it, had it planned for this month. I, well, it could be, well, it's also, you know, COVID and everything. Something could have That's happened true. then, so I don't know. Um, oh, Sesame Street won five Daytime Emmy Awards. They did. Yes. Good on them. What icons. Do you do you have them pulled up? I you were supposed to have them pulled up. <laughs> I think yes. I have them on my computer. They told me that they had it pulled up before we started <laughs> recording. Sprout, you you lied to me. I did. I had them on my computer. I did. Let's see. I can't um, believe Sprout truth come out. Sprout liar. <laughs> Rumor come out. Sprout is liar. More at eleven. Not clickbait. <laughs> Mary, we miss you. <laughs> this podcast is a wreck. <laughs> Keep this part in. We haven't even made it out of the notes section yet. And how long have we been recording? Okay. In they... <laughs> Jeez. Okay. They've... They... <clears throat> they... they won the Outstanding Preschool Children's or Family Viewing Program for The Power of We. Mm -hmm. Outstanding Writing Team for a Preschool Children's or Family Viewing Program, <laughs> The Power of We. Outstanding mm -hmm. directing team for a preschool children's or family viewing program and the outsta outstanding technical team. And then uh, Ryan Dillon won an award for Elmo. 
because where was, the hell did you find it? It was on Tough Pigs. Thank you, Tough Pigs. Thank you for employing me, Tough Pigs. Hey yo. Yeah. Money. Every time I mention on this podcast that I well no, I do not get paid. I freelance. <laughs> And I love it. I love writing for no money. It's my favorite thing in the world. I do it all the time, literally. 3 a.m. Sprout gets my unused Tough Pigs <laughs> articles where I'm just like, I'm going feral and I have to speak about puppets. It's lovely. Yeah. Um, every time I do mention that I, I write for Tough Pigs, I do get some DMs from people that listen to the podcast that are like, you write for Tough Pigs? And I'm like, it's in my bio. It's literally in my bio. Do you not believe me? Can I tell you a secret? What's secret? So when you like when we first started talking and I saw your bio, I was like, oh my god, I'm so like they're so superior. I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they write for I'm not it's so cool. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and now we stay up till like three in the morning now, just talking now about Bert and Ernie. Yeah, now you get the real me where <laughs> You know, the stuff I can't write on Tough Pigs, I, I, I give to you. And I love all of it. Thank you. Um, what's some more news? Oh, the, um, the City of New York Museum is getting a puppetry section, Puppets of New York, and they're getting mm -hmm. some Avenue Q puppets, and they're getting some Muppets with you know, they are. Oscar and different this stuff is like just that. more of a reason for me to want to go to new york to go museum hopping because i've wanted to do that same since i like at least 10 years ago and i just have it sprout we need to we need to make a road trip plan <gasps> yes we need you to can, do that you can drive up to where i am and then we can take uh -huh. a train <gasps> train, train. train! I've, never been, I've been on a train one time and it wasn't even for travel same <laughs> unless you can't like a subway oh no, I've I've been on a train once when I was really young. I was like five or six. Was it Thomas? It was not Thomas. It was oh. an actual like train train. I never watched. I never watched Thomas the Tank Engine. I don't care. For, I don't care for him. That's my stance. I don't care for this man. I had a VHS tape of a. I think it was a movie. I barely remember any of it except for like the theme song in the beginning and the uh -huh. fact that i would watch it on repeat because autism uh, autism yeah same that is all i remember about it though <laughs> i did the same with mary poppins it was just oh. on repeat and it was it was because autism and mary and julie andrews because i love yeah. her i have a handful of those movies but the fact that i just remember nothing about that one blows my mind <laughs> Um, some more notes. The Jim Henson Company uh, puppetry workshop just happened this past week. Mm. Uh, it, it was the one that all three of us auditioned for and we all mm -hmm. got rejected, which is completely fine. Still need to frame my letter. Same. I do too. I need to print out my le letter. I have a uh, few things I need to frame. Same. Uh, so that's nice. I hope all the prospective puppeteers had fun. I hope uh, so too. I do. I do know that Jason Jacoby, one of my favorite Avenue Q uh, puppeteers, was on it because he posted a bunch of pictures, which was so nice. That is so cool. And we find we. Hey, Sprout. Guess what? What? We've made it to the end of the notes. We have one more note. Oh my god! Wow! Oh we my gosh! <laughs> Structure. Okay. <clears throat> uh, 
Sesame Street announced that they're going to be recording outside in uh, yes. outside of the studio for season 52 because of COVID and everything and restrictions because of that. So they're, they're doing they're doing everything safe, of course. Um, but I'm very excited. And apparently it has to do with it's something with Elmo traveling. And I'm excited. And also Big Bird. It's it's like from what I've heard, it's like Big Bird and Elmo. They're they're traveling around New York, which I'm excited for. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We've made it to the end of the notes. <laughs> well, the it's topic. been a great podcast, guys. Yeah. Podcast. Bye. I would like to thank Airfare at ninety three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. <clears throat> so. The thing about the topic of this episode is I have been so scrambled with, with all of this moving stuff that we did have a topic, but I didn't have any time to research it. So at the last minute, we're like, let's just ad lib an episode. Let's just have, let's just, let's just talk. So this episode is, you're going to be uh, pr- privy to just Maria and Sprout talking to each other, which is a podcast. That's what all podcasts are. Let me tell you. Since yeah. I've taken on the task of trying to transcribe these episodes, this one's going to be f- a doozy. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's another thing that we should put in our personal notes is that Sprout is now transcribing the episodes I'm attempting for to. our uh, um, deaf and hard of hearing listeners. It's something I've been wanting to do for a while, and I'm finally yeah. getting around to doing it. But I also have... Um, Oh, what's the term? Auditory auditory processing issues? Yes. Thank you. So I have, it takes me a long time to do it. That being said, I'm doing it because it's important. Yes. I wish I could help, but on a top of moving, I'm also partially deaf and Mm -hmm. I have, I also have auditory processing issues. (laughs) We're just struggling. It might be the autism. It might Uh, be the autism. To the people who who don't know, which is all of you except for Sprout and myself, is uh, one night we were talking, and I don't remember what we were talking about, but I'd put me and you. It might be the autism, <laughs> and we've just been saying that to each other, which might be a form of autism with echolalia. <laughs> it might be. It might be the autism. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> I wanted to bring this up because oh. one night. Again, probably 3 a.m., 4 a.m., whenever it was, because I haven't, we both have insomnia. And so we, we talk to each other at night when everyone is asleep. And this has been plaguing me for years. And me. I'm surprised that you brought it up because I thought I was alone in this. Same. I thought I was the only one. And for everyone to know, this is about Oscar the Grouch and his relationship with Maria, the character, not me. Mm-hmm. I don't know that man. <laughs> who is this weird puppet man who is this man i wish i knew that man i don't know that man he'd tell you to <laughs> spray him he would he would throw trash at me no he loves his trash too much he wouldn't throw it at you well i feel like he'd throw it and i'd like uh volleyball it back at him i, I like i'd serve it back at him like a volleyball and it hit his can <laughs> what if he threw like an old banana and it got all over you I would volleyball it. Are you not listening to me? I would volleyball it back at him. Do you not know the, like, the banana's not going to go back if you just punt it like a volleyball? Sprout, listen to me. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm gonna punt it. And there's nothing you can do. Just, gravity can't stop me. Physics can't stop me. And it might not be able to stop you, but it's gonna stop the banana. You can't stop me. Gravity can't stop me. Physics can't stop. Nobody can stop me. I'm invincible. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. To get on topic. <laughs> to, to actually talk about something constructive yes. here. Okay, so just edit all of this. Sprout, let's just edit. Hi, welcome to Muppet Fans Talking. I'm Maria. <laughs> Sprout. Just edit everything. Just everything. We'll have let's to do not have all over again. Let's just not do any of let's hey Sprout. Let let's just not have an episode this week. <laughs> this episode's gonna be fucking wild. I'm so everyone, I'm so sorry. This is oh what our God. brains are like. This is what unfiltered brains are like. Okay. Oh, the magic I, of editing. The magic of editing and the magic of autism. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> this okay, this was prompted. This has been in my brain forever, but what really sparked it is I watched the street segment whenever uh, Maria gave birth to Gabby. And at the end of the episode, she calls up Oscar, and it's nighttime, and he's talking, and it's over the credits and everything. So you don't really get to hear what they're talking about. But you get to see them, and it's really cute. Mm -hmm. And then we did find out from an interview that Sonia, because Sonia, the actress for Maria, she wrote that episode. So she's the one who chose to have it that Maria first calls up Oscar. And Oscar's always had this sort of relationship with Maria. And I'm going to, I'm reading verbatim what I wrote to Sprout at like 3, 4 a.m. <clears throat> what inspired this was watching the episode. And I don't know, there's always a vulnerability that comes out during nighttime, especially on a phone call where you can't see the other person's face. Also, in the episode, he said he would never be a dad, getting upset by a bystander who mistook him for a waiting husband at the hospital. It just makes me think, how would he be taking this, that she has a daughter and it's not his? And it can never be his, and it never would be or could be his, and that Maria herself could never be with him like that. And would he even want that? And then there was a joke that Sonia said whenever she retired, saying that she retired because how long can a girl wait for a grouch proposal? She herself has feelings for him. but She's obviously in a loving, caring relationship with Louise that she wouldn't trade for the world. It's a big what if and an unspoken thing that they have that no one can understand except for those two because of how nuanced it is. It's one of those relationships that only works in a different lifetime. If she was a grouch, or he was a human, or if Luis didn't exist, or if Grunjata didn't exist, but then they wouldn't be Maria and Oscar, would they? Would they? Then it wouldn't work either, because it wouldn't be them. Maybe they're just forever cursed in every lifetime to not work out, because it's inherently built into their relationship to not work out. Grouches can't love like humans do, and humans can't love like grouches do. Like, how do you react as a human to this grouch that obviously has feelings for you, but because of his culture and upbringing, he can't do anything about it? And even if you were single, how would you go about it? But you can't let your mind wander there, can you? I mean, there's obviously something there, but the emotion doesn't have a word to it. And even if it did, 
would it be the right one? Even if it had the right string of words to describe your predicament, why use them? Why mention them at all? It's going nowhere, just as it always has. Even if there wasn't a whole family and world around you, he would never admit to anything, let alone actually really truly love you. It's literally built into him that he can't. So why daydream about it when you have a daughter to raise and dinner to help your husband with and a toaster to fix? It's pining, but it's not, and it's settling, but it's not, and it's love, but it's not, and it's never can be or could be or would be. It's everything and it's nothing all at once, but it's not wrong. It's not. It's really not. That's what Sprout got at 3 (laughs) (laughs) a.m. Me just going insane. But you're right. I'm I'm not wrong. You put my thoughts into words, and it's lovely. They're in love, but they can never be in love. It's the ultimate pining story. That's it. You're never going to get more pining than that. No, no. So if you ever, I'm, I'm eventually going to write a fan, to the people who don't know, I also write Muppet fan fiction. Uh, one day I will write that. It's probably going to be verbatim <laughs> as like a paragraph or whatever. So you just got a sneak preview. <laughs> however. However. Last night I found a video. Yeah, you did. It was, um, I forgot what school it was held at, but it was like a, kind of interview talk with some of the puppeteers and some of the like human characters for the 40th anniversary mm-hmm. and there was a lot of oscar and maria there was we were right i was right <laughs> L- literally there was a part where sonia said uh, that she loved oscar and then oscar said then why did you marry louise huh hello what? I was right. I never miss. Huh? Oh, man. They have this very specific relationship that you can't put into words because if yeah. you put it into words, that means it's real and that means Oscar has feelings and he can't admit it to himself. He can't admit it to anyone, but especially himself. Yeah. Because it just goes against everything he is as a grouch. And then you know, why would Maria comment on it? Because she has a life. She has a family. Why throw this away for a, for a grouch that will never admit it to you or to him or to anyone? I'd also like to point out in that video, I don't remember if it was specifically Oscar or Carol that said mm-hmm. Oscar uses nicknames for people he really cares about. And uh-huh. the only two people he calls a nickname are Maria and Bob. <laughs> He d- he does call yes I remember he calls Bob blue eyes and he calls Maria skinny so which, like Oscar blue eyes sir sir the sing song one <laughs> listen I'm not here to like out any puppet or whatever but like <laughs> look, you're you're looking into another man's eyes. Excuse you? And you you remember what color it is? I'm just Bob? Bob? Not literally anyone else but Bob? Bob? <laughs> the one that is beautiful music that you hate? You hate his you literally his music. You've called him so many names besides the nickname you gave him. 
So why why did why are you calling him why are you calling him blue eyes? <laughs> Again, this is the 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 peaking of of, of uh, herringness and, and and love that Oscar can't show, but it slips through sometimes, and he hates it, and he hates that he hates it, so he loves that he hates it, and it's a vicious cycle because yes. he ha- he he hates feeling love, as he said, he loves feeling hate. He hates being happy, which makes him miserable, but he loves being miserable, which makes him happy. But he hates being happy, which makes him miserable. And the cycle just goes on and on and on. And that's how he feels about uh, Maria and Bob, apparently, but mostly Maria. Apparently Bob, but it's mostly Maria. Anyway, that's the type of stuff that goes on in my head after midnight. I'm like the worst gremlin. (laughs) Mine's literally just like, Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie. Uh-huh. Same. Yeah. Same. yeah. We should we talk about we we let's not talk about what's on it, but we should uh mention it. We're gonna sound like crazy people. We you're li- hi everyone. You're listening to a Muppet fan podcast. You're gonna listen to some crazies. That's just Oh that's gonna... par for the course. So within our nightly discussions we just come up with head cannons for Bert and Ernie because yeah we have nothing better to do and I recently compiled them all into a Google Doc which is now at 23 pages 23 <laughs> and it just keeps growing there's only one AU within those 23 pages yeah the rest is all just like head cannons for for current Bert yeah yeah um, and we have a full timeline of like events of stuff of like when they met and when they got together. We made up uh, an OC of Ernie's mom. Love well, her. The, the funny thing is, all of the dates we come up with keep aligning. They do. Okay, with so actual canon. <laughs> yeah, B and Mary they keep lining up with the Jim Henson uh, biopic. Me and Sprout we keep lining up actual timeline dates with Bert and Ernie. It's a wild. Yeah. Every time we discover something accurate that matches mm-hmm. one of our headcanons, it's just screaming. Yeah, it's just, what did we do? <laughs> we did this? Oh my gosh. Manifestation. We manifested this. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, we're going to get more AUs and more stories. And a lot of it is already stuff that I'm going to use for more fan fiction. I'm excited. I'm excited to I'm excited to finally get set up in this house so I can write again because I miss writing so bad. <laughs> oh, this was something. Um, I, should I leave it for my struggle? No, I'll just say it now. So again, I write for Tough Figs, and I'm writing an article which I won't spoil. But um, I've already like edited it like five times over just by myself before I send it over to Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. Who reads all this stuff and makes sure it's par for the course and you know good for the website? And so, sometimes he'll give me notes and sometimes he'll just post them. And yeah. you know, with with his notes, I'm fine. I I always want the articles to be the best they can be. <laughs> and but because I've been so sleep deprived, and when I get oh, sleep no. deprived, I get very angry. Oh no! Uh, I didn't say anything to him. It's just he gave me back notes on this article that I already edited so many times and he's like hey work, fix this and work on this and usually it'd be like yeah sure great and that's what I sent back to him of like yeah I'm I'm in the middle of the move so it might take a while um, but I'll get it back to you the way you want it so it's good for the website 
But in my head, I'm like, I already edited this five damn times. I <laughs> am, I'm at the last of my wits. I'm, I'm, I'm this close to breaking, and you want me to edit a Muppet article? <laughs> no, but I, I will. I will do it once I'm, I'm done unpacking. You got this. I believe in you. Thank you. But there was this moment of like, Joe, I've known you for so many years. <laughs> sure hope Joe doesn't listen to the podcast. Joe, I love you dearly. Thank you so much for my job. I love it. It's literally a dream come true to do. Oh but goodness. this move has been hell. It's been for I've been, it's been over two months and it's been so hellish. So when I when I read your email, even though you know half of me was like, yes, of course, this is the right thing to do. But the half of me in my brain that was angry was like, no, I don't want to do this. I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna hate it. But I'm not gonna hate it. Oh once God. I calm, once I get everything unpacked and I'm calm, <laughs> then I'll be like, yes, I love this and I want to do it. Because that's how I am. It's just at the moment I want to tear my laptop in- apart piece by piece. <laughs> I mean, that's what I want to do every time when we record is I want to tear my laptop I piece by say, piece. I think your laptop already does that to itself for you. <sighs> my laptop hates that I do a podcast. It does. It's like, you yeah. want to have fun and talk about puppets? Too bad. You want to talk to your friends? Die. <laughs> I guess I'll just die then. <laughs> well, it's just turned into a Bo Burnham special real quick. That's another reason. I, I've been so out of it because of this move that I haven't watched the I haven't watched oh. inside yet. Which oh. Mary and B and you and all of my friends are like, you have to watch it, it's so good. And I'm like, I can't I'm too depressed. I can't do this. There's an entire song that um delves into the problems of the world. In which mm-hmm. he does it with where Bo is the sunny, like, everything's fine and works together. But here's my friend, Sako. And it's just yeah, a the puppet. puppet. Yeah. So good. Nice. Oh, oh, oh. This is, I don't know if this is, should be note, but there's a new video coming out this weekend from Matt Baum, who does the show mm-hmm. called Culture Cruise on YouTube, and I love him a lot. Mm-hmm. And he's doing a video on Richard Hunt. I saw that. I'm going to cry. Me too. I, I mean, we cried during that episode oh, when God. we did our episode. <sighs> and also, I just, I, I love Matt Baum's stuff. He's, I, he's the best. I dread the day we do an episode on Carol Spinney. Same. Only because there was literally a night. I'm in a Muppet group chat. It's a fun time. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the 50th anniversary and how carol was in it yeah and um i was just talking about it and i kind of like looked up from my phone and i was like oh i'm sobbing right now yeah <laughs> so <laughs> not ready for that episode at all carol spinney is my favorite puppeteer yeah he he's he's definitely like top five i also dread when we do the jim henson episode oh. I, I feel like that should be our final episode. In the future, 10 years from now, when Muppet Vance Talking is doing its 20th season, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that'll be our, our finale episode. We'll be talking about Jim's life. 
or maybe it'll be our second to last episode and then our last episode will be us um talking about our favorite stuff from this podcast oh. cut this cut all of this i'm gonna cut all of it okay people good. don't need to hear about our dumb rss editing problems no only I'm- you get to hear about me struggling at editing <laughs> Yeah, that's just my. You get to hear about me going feral at four a.m., and and I get to hear about editing. It's my favorite pastime. Yeah, I I, I type it, and I'm like, man, I'm sure this is the last thing she wants to hear about, but it's fine. No, it, it's I love it. I love hearing about it. It's so fun. <laughs> I just like that it looks like a fun barcode by the end. It is very funny. a very edited very very edited hold on i'll i'll i'm gonna try to see if i can replicate mary being here wow it's just like old times (laughs) did that sound like anything it sounded just like when she messes with the filter i did it that's for you mary i love you (laughs) You, you can you can tell I'm having a fun time because my voice won't leave the high register. <laughs> I think I, I broke my mic. <laughs> Mary, I broke my mic for you. I hope you're happy. All in your honor. All in your honor. I can't do this with my mic. It's just like... No, there's nothing there. It's nothing. It's because it's a live mic. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's also why I kind of sound quiet. I have to up my volume whenever I edit. Got it. Because this is made for when people scream music. I don't yeah. do that. Yeah. I I bought this mic solely because I thought it was pretty. You're so lucky. Um, I bought this mic because my ex-girlfriend said, hey, th- this mic is good, and it wasn't. Oh, no. And so I bought this one instead. That's funny. I, I bought yeah. an El Cheapo before this. El, like El Sleezo? Oh, no. There's there's a uh, there's a chain of gas stations we would see between the drive from here to Florida called El Cheapo. What? <laughs> we always reference it. How about inst- let's let's play a fun little game. You know how, like, all Muppet stuff has one human? What yeah. if we did, like a, like, a TV show or movie that was all humans except for one Muppet? Ooh. I would do Friends, but I would replace Ross with Kermit. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, or maybe Scooter. Either one. They have, the, they have similar energy. Scooter doesn't deserve that. <laughs> but Kermit does? Kermit does. I did that meme of Kermit drinking tea. (laughs) Back to the TV shows, but adding one Muppet. I'm going to name some TV shows, and then you you add a Muppet. Stranger Things. Oh. Um, Hopper is Sam the Eagle. Ooh, I was going to put Gonzo as Eleven. Oh. Yeah. Um... All of these popular TV shows, whenever I put in popular TV shows, I don't know what these are. I probably won't either, but you can name them. What about, like, Full House? I've never really watched Full House because I'm a crazy person. 
No, well, the, the autism that made it whenever I was really little. That's all I would watch. That like TV show wise. Song. Uh, yes. Whatever happened to sensibilities? Milkman, it's- the paperboy, evening TV. <laughs> Isn't that the one that's like everywhere you look, you look I used to know all the words. I don't anymore. Um, I have a fun well, one. Okay, hit me. Dinosaur or dinosaurs? Ooh, dinosaurs, but with one Muppet. Sweetums. I don't know where, oh. but Sweetums. I want the cursed baby dinosaur puppet to be gone. And you don't like that puppet personality is great. Uh huh. The puppet itself, terrifying. Baby Sin. Okay, Kevin does amazing as Baby Sinclair. Baby Sinclair. Yeah, uh, not the mama. We love him. Um, but the puppet. <laughs> I want to replace Baby Sinclair with Animal. Moltz. Yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. A baby to a dog. Same thing. <laughs> Children. <laughs> Muppet fans talking hates babies. More at 11. I does is have to know. I does is have to know. Um, okay, I'm going to go on IMDb and see what popular shows are. Um, How about your mother? How I Met Your Mother? Ooh, um, I can't remember the character's name, and I watched every single season of How I Met Your Mother. Which one? The main guy. Um, Ted. Ted, thank you. I, I was, I was going to say Mosby, which I think is his last name. <laughs> but anyway. Ted, Ted Mosby yeah. is Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. It is. Guy, it might be the autism. <laughs> okay. Um... That might be the title of this episode. It might be the autism. <laughs> it might be the autism. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, both of us are autistic. We're both not of just... us are... Yeah, we're not... We're not ma- Put a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. Both of us are autistic. <laughs> both of us are autistic, and none of the comments made in this episode are to be discriminatory. That yes. came out... It's okay. <laughs> you can... Hey, you can make a better one in editing. Post-editing sprout. Is back. Yes. Post at my favorite uh editing sprout is post editing sprout because you have the calmest voice of like, hey guys. Hey guys. Something so. something something happened. <laughs> um, that's just me on a usual. Yeah. Uh Rick and Morty. Hmm. I would I don't know. I I want Piggy to be in it. I don't know where. Hmm. I feel like Piggy would do great. Make Piggy summer. There you go. Make Piggy summer. Um, I was about to say atypical, but then I'm like, no, they're they're ableist. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it, and I've heard bad things. It's bad. Uh, I haven't watched it yet, but Tad, uh, Tad, Ted Lasso. Apparently, it's really good. Ted Mosby. Ted Mosby, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> is it am or <laughs> guys i need sl- i haven't slept a good night uh sleep in so long um gee breaking bad what about breaking bad uh once in a beaker done there we go but that's two we not go. one 
Well, it's you. It's they're you can't separate deal. them. They're they're a pa- it's just like Bert and Ernie. They're they're a package yeah. deal. Yay, package deal. Just like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, The Office. I mean, that was the 2015 sitcom. That was the 2015 sitcom. <laughs> so never mind. Uh, I can't wait for the Resident Evil uh, show, the Infinity Darkness. I can't wait that's for that. Happening. Yeah. I'm so excited. I love, I love the Resident Evil series. I've only played the really cheesy original one. That's like really bad pixel. It's graphics. so it's bad pixel, it. but it's it's, it's so, so camp. Good. It's so it's, good. It's so camp. I love it. My favorite video games are that. <laughs> oh no, Supernatural. I can say that I used to be a Supernatural fan, and I hate it. I hate that that happened a, to me. I have a Castiel Funko Pop still. I used to cosplay as Castiel. There are pictures of me at cons as Cass. <gasps> Hey, you, me, Cass. It might be the autism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you seen Cass? Uh, yeah, that he's so he's so neurodivergent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's that that man <laughs> cannot be neurotypical. Um, what what character for Supernatural? Mm. Ralph could be Bobby. Oh, Ralph is Bobby. There I we love go. We that. we did it. Um, Modern Family. I want to replace Phil Dunphy just because his character would fit a Muppet uh-huh. really well. Definitely, yeah. Um, him or Cam. It's either Phil or Cam yeah. that I would would oh, for. I love Cam. Literally, just remake Modern Family, but with Muppets, and I feel like that would be a great show. That would be such a funny show. That would be such a good show. Um. <laughs> I feel like Fozzie is a good fill. Yeah, with those jokes. Yeah, yeah. and okay, what would who would be a good Cam? Who matches Cam's energy? Who's the gayest Muppet? I was literally thinking <laughs> that of like, who is the? We need to make a poll. Who is the gayest Muppet? Uh, I mean, Scooter, kind of. <laughs> Scooter doesn't have that flamboyancy about him. No. That would I can't remember Cam's Deadly? husband's name. Deadly. Deadly, Deadly? is Cam. I, Scooter is I can't remember the guy's husband. Is the it redhead. Mitchell? Yeah, Mitchell. And Mitchell and Cam. Yeah. So Scooter Deadly. We've done it, guys. We've done it. <laughs> Post editing Sprout here. So there is one more show that we talk about right after me talking now. However, after we say the name of the show, the subject changes. And I came up with the most amazing idea a little bit after we recorded. Community, where Walter plays the Dean. Please, I need this. Give it to me. Yes. Anyway, goodbye! Okay, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do one more. Okay. And if you, if you want to do any more, you can, but... Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I haven't seen it. Really? Yeah. I'm so bad about watching TV. If, it's fine. If I ever watch anything, it's either animated or it has puppets, because my brain's just like, ooh, moving color things. Uh-huh. Same. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, again, Fozzie. I feel like... I could uh, see that. From the clips I've seen, Fozzie would fit really well. Yeah. Because okay. that, show, that show looks funny. I just... 
so it bad really about funny. watching TV. Hey, so am I. It's okay. I think the newest show that I've watched was uh, Midnight Gospel. Mm-hmm. I love that show. It's a good show. I have. I don't know what it is. It is a Netflix series that was made by Pendleton Ward, who made Adventure Time. Oh. And he took audio from the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, which is a philosophy and um, spirituality podcast. So they talk about about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, They talk about like death and things like that. Yeah. So, for instance, the first episode is about how there there isn't inherently a bad drug. It's just the people that use the drugs can abuse that drug. Yeah. Meanwhile, the animation is Clancy, the main character in a universe where there's a zombie apocalypse happening and like things are exploding. It's wild and it's fascinating. I'll have to check it out. It sounds really fascinating. The last episode is depressing and you will cry. Got it. Hell yeah. Yeah. My favorite You will cry a lot. Nice. It's heavy. Very heavy. Should we do like two more topics and then close out the show? Because I feel like we've been talking forever. (laughs) This is going to be hell for you to edit. This is going to be a time. Also, there's going to be some things that I'm going to be like edit out and that you're just going to have to keep in. That's what I feel like. Did we ever have anybody respond? I don't think we did. I think we might have had like one or two. Let's but check they were, that. They were all about like um, like full, full episode topics yeah. and not. Oh, we can still read them out and then who sent them and, and then we can do like our short opinions and then we'll, you know, it'll know. Th- those things will come become actual bigger episodes later. Yeah. So we asked you guys. Um, if there is anything you would like to hear our opinions on for this episode, since it's such a train wreck. <laughs> and we got we got two. Our first one is from John Mortensen. Hello, John. I know you're one of my followers. Hi, um, John. I'd Thank love you for discuss- responding. I love discussions on the other Muppet films, especially Muppets Take Manhattan and Muppets from Space. Ooh, okay. Those are definitely going to be full episode topics. Yes. So, uh, Muppets Take Manhattan. I love that episode. I excuse me. I love that movie. My favorite episode. It's my favorite episode. It, I love that movie because it, you you can if you know the you know behind the scenes people you can so see just it's Frank. It's all yeah, over it. It's, it's just Frank, Frank. 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 Yeah. Writing, directing, just, and Piggy has such a big part in it, and and mm-hmm. I love it, and I. I love the character of Jenny. I know people are like, oh, Jenny I does nothing. Jenny. Like, if you look at her first scene, you just learn so much about the character from, like, just some action she does and a few lines that she has. And you already know so much about her. Yeah. And and she's one of my favorite female uh, written characters of the Muppets that aren't Muppets, that are, you yeah. know, the human characters. Me too. Um, I I love the technology, like, the, the robotic Kermit sitting next to Jenny. I love him. Uh, I I just I love all the outdoor shots. People mm-hmm. know this about me. I love the outdoor shots when you get like realistic lighting on the Muppets. It's it's so pretty. It's so nice. It is. Um, the cameos felt different because there were longer scenes and it felt like really fun. And, and it was more of ju- it was more than just like oh I know that celebrity and oh this celebrity actually has like a part in this. Yeah, it was like yeah. the Muppet. 
movie, the first one, had a lot of great cameos, but they were all super yeah. short. It was like, oh, there's Steve Martin, but he's a waiter for a minute. Yeah, bye. <laughs> oh, there's Edgar Bergen, and he has two lines. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Um, Muppets Take Manhattan, for me, was another one of those, I'm watching it over and over and over again mm-hmm. movies. So it's permanently in my brain at this point. I love that movie. It was one of my absolute favorite movies growing up. Um, people, peoples is peoples. Forever. Peoples is peoples is tomatoes is dancing. <laughs> I, my mom said we watched so much that my mom quotes that. It's so good. Uh, also, the music is so good. Dr. Mm-hmm. Teeth gets such a great song and I can't remember <laughs> the name of it right now. Um, but it's such a great song. Was Jim's it? vocal. Can't, uh, you can't take, take no, no for, for an answer. answer. Yeah, yeah, that one. Can't take no for an answer. And there's a great uh, uh, saxophone solo at the end of it, and you get to see Zoot playing it, and it's so fun. I love uh, Dave's manipulation of Zoot. I love that they were sleeping in storage lockers at the mm-hmm. airport. Yeah, it's very fun. It's it's so muppety. It really is. Um, um, Muppets from space. I. What I love about Muppets from Space is the boarding house, which was an original idea from Jim that mm-hmm. the Henson Company reused later. Of like, oh yeah, this is a great idea, and it it sparked so many early two thousands fan fiction, which you can <laughs> I I wrote. Uh, there are tons on Muppet Central forums when that was a thing, and they're all great and fun. And uh, I, I I love the idea of all the Muppets living in one big house, and also a thing about that. Is that Kermit and Piggy sleep in different rooms? Electric Mayhem all sleep in one room. But one thing mm. that I just wanted to note is that Bunsen and Beaker sleep in the same room. Mm. And you're trying to tell me they aren't gay? Mm. No, they are. They are, and you can't tell me they're not. <laughs> um, I the reason that there isn't an original soundtrack is because at the time movie musicals were dying in Hollywood, and so that's why there's not an original soundtrack. Which, in my opinion, as a just if you put all the Muppet movies together and watch them all together, you can really see that you can hear and see the difference, and that's a real a detriment to yeah. the future of it. But at the time, it, it was better because it wasn't a movie musical. But I wish it was a movie musical. I liked that it was centered on Gonzo. I didn't like that it was like, he's an alien. And even Dave Goles and Frank Oz both said that they didn't like it so much that they decanonized that where he's just mm-hmm. a whatever and that Muppets from Space is just a movie and that was a speculation yeah. and that he's not actually an alien. Um, and I I loved Bobo the bear as the... Uh, <laughs> he always gets to play the sidekick to the bad guy, which I he love. Does. Yeah, and, and Bill Beretta really, like, shined in that movie, especially with Bobo and, and Pepe, which was his first, um, well, he, no, no, he had um, Clueless Morgan in Muppet Treasure Island, mm. uh, but those two characters, like, Pepe and, and Bobo are the ones that, st- like, stayed around for a while, and they're still here, obviously, I love yeah. them. I, uh, I remember watching Muppets from Space as a kid, and I know I have it on DVD, yeah. I don't really remember a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some I, fun facts about it, but I don't know if I should save those for when we do a deep dive. 
Save them for when we do a deep dive. I do want to know there is some like gorgeous puppetry in there, and Dave Goles has some fantastic acting in that. Yeah. And it's uh, uh, just a damn shame that it didn't do as well on the box office. I would like to say all of my fun facts that I know about that movie are about Peter Linz. Yes, yeah, same. I okay, Peter Linz. I have um, like the Beretta brothers because they they talked about that a lot on their podcast. Um, the trailer. Yeah. yeah, well, the trailer, Brian Henson, but also, um, oh, I feel like such a jackass. I can't remember Bill's brother's name. Um, Gene. Uh, yeah, Gene. Gene. Gene worked on that movie, too. Not yeah. as a puppeteer, but again, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that during our deep dive. Yeah. Um, our one other request yes. is from... I think it's Amores Patos. I apologize if that's not correct. I'm bad with words. It's okay. Um, but they said the making of Great Muppet Caper. I've only seen it once, but had a great time. Which that is definitely a kind of topic that we'd want to do a deep dive on. Definitely. Also, I've never seen Great Muppet Caper. That's one of the ones I haven't seen. You've never seen the Great Muppet Caper. Literally, whenever you guys talk about it, I just go silent because I'm like, "Oh no, I've never seen this." One. Okay, this is another stake. This is another claim for Muppet fans talking. Make Sprout watch the Great Muppet Caper. It's such a great. It's one of my favorite it looks Muppet amazing. movies. It looks so good. It's one of my favorite Muppet movies. It, ha- it the soundtrack is banging. Mm-hmm. The Okay, everything they did, there's so many parts of that movie where both Frank and Dave have talked about where they're like, yeah, we could have died filming this part. There's Is like it the, the wall? Well, it's the yeah. wall. It's it's Frank with the bricks Water? on his shoes underwater. Yeah. And there's also the taxi cab scene where they're in an actual taxi. And oh, no. it's, it's insane. Uh, <laughs> I won't spoil it for you, Sprout, I since you haven't seen it. Um, but you need to see it. It's so good. I I love it. It's it's literally it's one of it's. I think it's my favorite. I don't know if it is my favorite Muppet movie, but it's definitely like it. It one and two keep switching between the Muppet movie and Great Muppet Caper. My, and they switch back and forth all the time. My, my favorite is the original solely because it has so much heart to it, and it is so yeah. nostalgic for me. Which same nostalgic. yeah. Nostalgia. Literally, I'm wearing a Toon Squad shirt for I'm Space wearing, Jam. So this like, was, this was my first hyperfixation as a kid: the Yellow Submarine movie. Oh, nice! And it explains a lot about my personality now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what you see is what you get with Muppets. With for me, so I hope that explains my personality. <laughs> Anything else we want to bring up before struggles? Sorry, I just thought about my struggle and died on the inside. <laughs> um, I'm thinking. Anything else we want to talk about? We talked about our document. We, we <laughs> talked about Oscar and Maria, which I could keep talking about if we want to. But I, we've already passed that discussion. We could talk. Are you a pl- are you a fly? Yeah, I'm a fly. <laughs> this is the plane scene to follow that bird. It is. It is happening. Gosh, I I hope Bert got his bottle caps back. 
They had to get a metal detector. They had to get a gigantic, uh, big bird-sized metal detector. I mean, they have a plane. They can easily fly back. Yeah. Where did they get the plane from? Do we know? Movies. They borrowed it from uh, the the Hitchcock movie. What? <laughs> was it a Hitchcock movie that scene was based on? No, no, no. I mean, where did Ernie and Bert get yeah, an airplane? They borrowed it from that movie. <laughs> is that the canonical answer that, that Bert there, was like? I don't think there is a canonical answer. Oh. I think it's no, just movies. I, no, I know that they did do an homage, yes. but like, did they rent this airplane? Does Ernie just have an airplane? Is it like one of those things that you put in water and it grows? He turned his rubber ducky into a plane. That's why oh rubber gosh. ducky's not in the movie. Rubber ducky's not in that movie. Oh my gosh. Do you think it's... The, no? Because it's on the show. I don't know why it wouldn't be on for... The for, things... That, because he turned it into an airplane. He turned it... Okay, that's canonical. <laughs> Put it in the document. Page 24. <laughs> Ernie has magic and he can turn his rubber ducky into an airplane at page, will. Page 24 will only be that. In full text. <laughs> Gigantic text. No, no, no. Do it's it going to be the regular size in the center of the page and that's it. Please do that. I'm not kidding here. Do that. Please. Oh okay. my god. Leave yourself a note to do that. Okay. Um, should, <laughs> should we get into Henson's struggles? We can. Okay, you go first. Oh. Go for it. So, I have been on a hunt for Sesame Street art because I love to use the book art for my Twitter layouts. And I came across an artist named Rick Brown. And <laughs> talking about you, Rick. Rick. So the rest of his art that I found is nice. It's lovely. He did lovely Muppet artwork. He did very interesting Sesame Street artwork. There's there's one that I almost used where um you can only see like it's like the Count Bert Ernie Big Bird. It's someone else. You could see like their shoes underneath a um, uh, thingy that blocks out the sun above doors to an awning, like a porch awning, an awning, like a porch Hoopers, awning. I think for Hoopers, but there's a hole okay. above Bert, and it's raining, so you can see that Bert's getting soaked at his Aww. shoes and you could kind of see his face looking grumpy through the hole of the awning while everyone else was fine. Aww. It's a very cute picture. Yeah. But he does he does great stuff. However, however, I found the most cursed drawing I have ever seen in my life and he's now on my watch list to possibly be with Q-Tip Man. If I find mm -hmm. one more piece of work like this, he's on the list. <laughs> it's cursed. It's I I hate that it's in the trash can of my laptop. Please describe it for our so for our listeners. Oh god. It's, Come on, go for it. It's a picture of the count in his castle, in his bedroom. <laughs> I think he had his shoes on the ground or socks or something. He did. He had his shoes and socks on the ground. And he just has his feet out in like the most <laughs> whorish. <laughs> I only use that because of Muppet Twitter, because he's a whore. Like, 
<gasps> what fetish photo <laughs> nightmare? I hate it. I hate everything about it. It's disgusting. The count, count will never count von count horror feet pics moments. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. I hate it. I I I saw this picture and instantly died on the inside. Oh, it's so funny. I tried to send it to oh. Maria and her phone wouldn't even open it. My phone literally just was like, <laughs> I have to block this. I have to block this you number. Want, you don't want this. You don't you don't want but it. But then you hey, wanted it and made me screenshot hey, it. Hey boss, you don't want this. <laughs> it's bad news. <laughs> it was bad. It was Okay. Rick Brown. Brown. You're on my list almost. You're you're almost. you're on thin fucking ice. <laughs> One more okay. of those, and you're on the list with Q-Tip Man. You're done. Okay, so my Henson struggle of this week. Um, again, I've been packing, and I haven't had a lot of sleep, and I still have insomnia, which is horrible. But one time, uh, one night, I was trying to figure out uh, like a plot detail of a Scooter fan fiction because I love Scooter. I love my boy. I was trying to figure it out, and I just couldn't get anything for it. And so I started talking to Sprout uh, uh, if she could be my rubber duck, and they said yes. Quack, quack. quack. Uh, to the people who don't know, rubber duck is a programming and writer's term where you just need to talk at, and it's usually a rubber duck. Just talk at it so you can figure out the idea yourself. But my rubber duck that I literally use is packed up in a box somewhere. So I was like, Sprout, be my rubber duck. And, quack, quack. and instantly they knew what to do. I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Quack, quack. I, I had to deal with rubber ducks in college coding. So yeah, he had it completely. Yeah. I laughed so hard just now with your struggle that my throat hurts. <laughs> it's a cursed <laughs> one. It is so cursed. So cursed. It yeah, makes me you... so sad too, because I love the count and I don't want to yeah. see him. No, no disgusting he's gotta pay rent for that castle no somehow. he doesn't he's old <laughs> as hell it's already paid off he's like six million years old he already paid off that castle <laughs> disgusting yeah. rick disgusting. brown rick brown we're coming for you the second i find another picture like that you're on the list you're on the list. Mm -hmm. You're on the list with um, Q-Tip Man and Colin Jost and um, and uh, Chip Brady Bunch. Q-Tip Man. I, I love that. Man. I hate Chip Brady Bunch. I love that we have nicknames for all of the people except for Colin Jost. That's just <laughs> he doesn't Colin deserve Jost. a nickname. He doesn't. He doesn't. His name is a nickname. It is. Okay. Are we done? <laughs> what is this Sorry. it I, I think i think that's everything we have unless we just want to rant yeah. about people we hate more i don't i want to end this podcast on a high note <laughs> i want to say thank you so much for listening and thank you sprout for being here and talking with me of in this course. chaotic chaotic episode <laughs> and i want to say i'm sorry Ooh. to our listeners <laughs> this is a chaotic <laughs> episode they're gonna like listen to five minutes and be like nah I got a nah. dip. I'm so sorry. I have to leave. Yeah. It's and if real. you do, 
Okay, two things. If you listen this far, uh, tweet at us underneath our, our tweet where we announce the episode. Uh, <laughs> just be like, hey, no, and this is what you should put. Put rubber duck. Quack, quack. That's what you should tweet at us rubber duck if you made it this far and um if you dipped out in five minutes but somehow you're listening to the ending tweet at us count feet pics <laughs> no! <laughs> no people are gonna want to see that picture now oh Ugh. you're gonna have to put it on our Twitter. I, no. <laughs> Don't do it. You can find it yourself. No. You can find it yourself. Yes. I refuse. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, I also want to thank Mary. She's not here, but thank you so much. We miss you and we love you. You can see what the podcast is like without you, and it's obviously a mess. It's um it's insanity. This is a chaotic, <laughs> insane episode. We hope you liked it. To everyone listening and to specifically Mary. <laughs> Okay, um, I want to thank at Firefair at 93 on Twitter for our art, for our Twitter banner and our art uh, on the podcast. I want to thank at Turning to Stone on Twitter for our intro and outro voice acting. If you want to follow Muppet Fans Talking Twitter, you can find us at Muppets underscore talking. And if you want to find me on any social media, it is at Nerdy Maria Mania. And if you want to find me on Twitter, it is at Palpoo Sprout. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have a muppetational rest of your week. Bye! And for my final trick, I will make this podcast end. I'm going to need complete silence for this. I need to kick Craig out. Bye, Craig. See, Craig. Get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, shit. I need to. I'm going to bully him. Leave. I'm going to bully him. Get out of here. We don't want you here anymore. Get out of here. I spelled Craig with two A's. Leave this in the episode. (laughs) Instead of editing it out, leave this in. Bye, Craig. It'll be like like a, a Game Grumps outro. What just happened? Craig doesn't want to leave. Okay, so the people who don't know, Craig is how we record our episodes. I'm going to... Craig. Sc- do- I need to screenshot what just happened. Craig doesn't want to leave. Yeah, send it to me on Twitter after you're done figuring this out. Craig's not leaving. Craig, get out of what here. Is- Why? Okay. What's wrong? It keeps... So I deleted the double A and pushed enter, and it keeps turning the first three letters into a flag. What the hell? Okay, I'm going to try something. Leave. Go. Goodbye, everybody.